Hi, I'm E. And I'm F. And hey, you know what? what? It's been two weeks. We disappeared off the face of the earth for two weeks. How many people do you think actually missed us? No. <laughs> Me, I missed us. <laughs> I missed us. But how many listeners are our two listeners missed us? But but we're back. We're here. Hi. Um, and hi, hi. <laughs> a lot of stuff a lot of stuff happened while we were gone. Uh first off, I think I can I can kind of throw it out there. E went back to school. Yeah, he disappeared under a. He disappeared under a mound of schoolwork. E, tell us about like what are you taking up? If you're here to share, like care to share, what are you taking up in school, and how has it been like to be a student again, aka obligatory geek? (laughs) That's what studenting is, being an obligatory. That's true. That's true. As we mentioned on our dark academia episode. Yes. Um. Well, I'm taking. Uh, M- uh, graduate level counseling units mm-hmm. in preparation for a PhD, hopefully in psychotherapy, if the school opens by next year. Um, anyway, so my the class I just finished is a class on listening, which had a lot more in class work, which is you know you practice listening. On each other. Yeah. We practice listening on each other. And then, but this one is counseling theories, which has a lot more reading. So uh, in the listening class, you could come not super prepared and still do the classwork. But for this one, no, you actually have to read and and all that jazz. So, um, oh, I know what I did. Um, On the... On the one holiday that we had, what was that? All Saints? Yeah, was I, it? No, no, no. It was like extension of All Saints because All Saints oh, was, yeah. a, was a... So Halloween was a Saturday, right? Yeah. And then All Saints was a Sunday, so it was Monday. Yeah. I didn't yeah, actually so know that, it was a holiday. I worked and I found out like after working that I was like, oh, it's a holiday. Oh, well. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so on that uh, long weekend extension, I... We decided to cancel class because some people wouldn't be able to make it because their families thought it was a holiday, you know, they were going to do stuff. So, um, so we didn't have class and I told myself, okay, you're not going to have time for this the rest of the semester. So you are going to read all uh, 14 chapters that you need for this semester in one week. I almost made it. I think I hit. 10, 10 or 12 just um, not even like I scanned a little but a lot of it was really just reading and then taking notes and stuff until 3 or 4 a.m. for the entire week so yeah it was long and involved <laughs> I, had, I had a question Yes. Yeah. Because so we're just going to leak more biological details about about E. But didn't you notorious? Okay. Why? Okay. You notoriously came from a course. Not sorry. You came from a course notorious for having readings that are actually taller than an average human being in this in our country. Like so. Yeah. Why was it harder or easier for you? You feel like with your your previous training 
to that's to a great of, question dig deep into readings this time around I think are you suffering was, <laughs> <laughs> i think it was great for morale because <laughs> i would tell myself around 3 a.m <laughs> you read what's that you read 450 pages for that first three-hour class you can read this chapter yeah that was that was the way I psyched myself. So I think it was better for morale than actual uh, reading. Because mm-hmm. um, when you get to know a teacher, that's the only time you can actually use a reading properly. Because you start to know what they'll look for, what they're going to ask for, right? So somewhere after the first couple of sessions, you start to know, oh, when I read this reading, I can actually skip that bit and that bit because they're going to ask about this heading or this section. You read the teacher and then you read the reading. But this is true. This, this is the efficient way to handle yeah. lots of reading. Because honestly, like, this is going to be bad. I'm going to get my diploma rescinded for this for admitting. I didn't actually read every single assigned reading that was given to us in university. Like, there are some that you just know that the, the prof is not going to cover this. I'm just like, I don't have the time. That was a door. It's fine. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I read everything. Because <laughs> you're a good student. You're a good I, student. I, and I am, I am evil. <laughs> and I... <laughs> there are two types of students. There are people who get on the dean's list because they're actually like, they love studying and they're actually like, you know, really into to, to academics and stuff. And then there are people who strategize <laughs> their way onto the dean's list and that is what I did. And I am not ashamed. Yeah, I am the other person. I just, and yeah, we I both just, made I, it. So I levered myself on by brute force. That's actually how it feels. <laughs> strategy, strategy, uh, no. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, it was really wild. I, I was thinking... For me, the important thing is that I read it once so that when I read it again, it's more of a refresher. I'm not trying to understand it again. So although, to be fair, to go from psychoanalytic theory to Adlerian to reality theory to, oh my gosh, what were these other stuff, cognitive behavior, and just out in one week was, at a certain point, they start to um, merge, but not and the nice thing is that the author kind of, or the editor, structured them so that it's one school of thought to the next, to the next. Because like political economy, uh, each theory has its beginnings. And usually that beginning is in the pushback to a previous theory. So um, so you, if you get the flow in your head, like this started Freud, psychoanalytic. Mm. Freud started this, and then this guy's Adler is just like, no Freud, and then the next guy was just like, no Adler, and then if you get that straight in your head, it's kind of easier to read and remember. <laughs> so, yeah. If you hear doors in the background, our dear listeners, because um, I might not be able to edit all of them out, just know that I don't know. My my mother is looking for something. And so if you hear like banging and whatever, she's just, I mean, banging of doors. <laughs> she's just looking for something and it's not my house being haunted. Although we... I we, see. Yes. Although um, that's not what I was going to geek about. I was going to actually ask you 
Where does the I was gonna actually ask her where does Young fit in? Because our friend Young, we've kind of name dropped oh, in a bunch of episodes. Where does he fit into the whole like theories flowing into each other? Oh my gosh, where was Young? He's actually not that important. He's just popular. <laughs> oh, so he's like. I'm trying to think oh of a figure. God, I'm trying to. He's like so he's kind of like the, the the pop star of psychology. So he gets people yeah, into he- it. But if you think about his impact on. I think no. I think it's more personality theory, right? His 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 really big contribution was just personality theory. Like he was just interested in figuring it, out like why people were people, not necessarily mental illness and whatever, right? Right. I think so, and it was um, because that that thing about uh, unifying the being, you know, that thing about self actualization with your shadow, yeah, talking to yourself. It's not something that's common across all. Mm. the theories like they don't all propose it they don't all want it yeah they don't necessarily encourage reconciliation with your shadow self um so i guess he's popular because um because everyone does face it but he's not super important because he belongs to such a distinct school of what to do with therapy so yeah yeah, he he's kind of. I, I know that he's more popular. I first encountered Young not because of BTS, but because of a podcast called Studio Three Hundred and Sixty, and they were talking about uh, a bunch of paintings that he used as part of his psychoanalysis. Like he had this, the Red Book of Dreams or something like that. There was a bunch of paintings, and whatever is his version of Rorschach testing or something. So whatever you saw in the painting, that was, was what he used to kind of spark conversation. So I think he's, I think he's more popular with sort of the creative crowd in a sense because a lot of what he espouses is stuff that you would you could also use as a device to trigger creativity especially when you get inevitably blocked because creatives always get blocked or like a box of legos (laughs) i i see i see all block (laughs) yeah so i actually don't remember much of young because he didn't like you can't say that he pioneered this specific body Mm. So he doesn't have a a body of like a theoretical whatever mm. that's kind of based on him. He's part of a school. Freud, on the other hand, was he is the guy who started everything. <laughs> yeah, because he's the one who said we have a subconscious people and other people were like, no, we don't. <gasps> so, yeah, right. There are things in your brain you don't know what. The, the whole concept of your thoughts not being you, like that, that's this really good idea. Like your thoughts aren't you. Uh, that was my, literally mind blowing to people. Like what? <laughs> there are, my brain can think things and they don't actually represent me. Like, no, yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> Either you've repressed them or they're just random neural firings. You don't know. And it's like, oh, oh. Right? Or yes. there are memories in my brain that I am not aware of. Or there are memories yeah. that I have repressed or changed. That thing pala is such a big thing. You can you can change memories. Yeah, your brain but, isn't just like a isn't yeah. just isn't just a computer that like oh, sorry, it's it's not a record a recorder where it just takes in what you you know, what you put into it. It's more of a computer where it takes it in and analyzes it and, you know, zips it and sometimes corrupts it and <laughs> yeah. like what happened yeah. to this file <laughs> yeah it, it's so weird actually because when when they're talking about the theories in class our professor warns us uh, careful with this one you might create false memories and then careful with this one you might create false because if you 
if you are overly leading apparently with questions or you try to go farther than they're ready to go especially if a mind is vulnerable mm-hmm. it will freak out kind of panic and create a memory or answer. fill in the blanks yeah to answer because they're I don't know if you've triggered something that's afraid to not know then they will make up an answer just to have an answer and the problem is when that happens it can create a false memory and then and then your therapy is not working <laughs> because you're operating from like a premise that doesn't exist welcome yeah, to the southern psychology oh, podcast my goodness. <laughs> the subconscious is a scary place it's really cool though I think that's the thing. Like, a lot of really cool places are extremely terrifying. For example, K-pop is a wonderful place, but it's terrifying. Don't. <laughs> people, so a bunch of people have been discovering uh, K-pop um, during our long period of time. Like, suddenly everybody on the planet that I was talking to, which isn't a lot of people, um, suddenly wanted to ask about K-pop. And I just, all my answer was like, it's great, but don't get into it. Please don't. <laughs> it's too late for me. <laughs> In random LDH news. Oh, my gosh. oh yes, yeah, you have. You were posting. So, guys, if you guys uh, listen to our episode on uh, this J-pop agency t- will take over the world, there there have been some updates <laughs> to the J-pop ag- ag- agency that have been very exciting. Tell us what they are, E. <laughs> well, one is that uh, JSB, the J Soul Brothers, Sunday Med J Soul Brothers, which are the longest besides Exile Tribe, I think, mm. and Exile a second just celebrated their 10th anniversary and then wow, exile celebrated their oh goodness i forgot they they were posting like before and after pictures and i was hysterical because they looked so dreadful <laughs> 10 years ago anyway um honestly so like one. yeah what, what were what were j-pop and k-pop people on like just even seven years ago you look at the concepts like five years ago you're like what are those outfits yeah. And but then you think hair. about it, and we were all wearing those outfits, E. Yeah. That's what we thought. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But their their anniversary video was gorgeous. It's, um, oh, man. What's it called? Ugh, rising. That, that, that. Soul. Rising soul, I think. Because mm-hmm. Exiles... Um, Today is a today. This year is a special year. It's called LDH Perfect Year 2020, and they celebrate it every eight years, I think. Mm-hmm. They have a special concert. So their lineup this year was supposed to be wonderful. It was supposed to be insane. Except 2020 happened. Except 2020 happened. Um, so their theme, because they canceled so much stuff, their theme for next year, I think, is Rising Sun to the World where it's about reaching even beyond Japan in mm-hmm. many different ways because they uh, they don't actually like digital so much, but they did have to go digital. Mm-hmm. And they had to make sure, of course, all their artists are okay. So Rising Soul, was it's like one of the singles that's going to be part of that album. Exciting and, times. Yeah. And then they released another one called Exile Sunshine. It's a music video, but it's also celebrating uh, one of their main vocalists who will be retiring this year. He's oh. the dude who went to um, the Hollywood. US. Yeah. For He's retiring? Years. Why? He's I don't know. He might want to focus on the Red Diamond Dogs. Oh. That's the band, right? He, he was exploring different sound, different 
Um, things oh, like so he that. might be retiring as like an idol idol, but like he might be going to production or, or into another genre, something like that. Yeah, he might yeah. be. He's retiring as a main vocalist for Exile, ah. but he's not retiring as a Artist. part of the entertainment industry. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay. And that since most of the retired guys from LBH are still signed with LBH in um, whatever field that they like, yeah, um, I, I think he'll still be around. Besides, they are sponsoring Psychic Fever, the next uh, boy group who couldn't debut this year because mm. of the pandemic. But um, But as far as I know, they are part of the sponsors for launching that group because they can do that. The groups can do that. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Okay. So, so that was why E's uh, socials were full of LDH. Like just one day I opened them. Whoa! <laughs> so a lot of cute Japanese guys. That sounds like I'm objectifying yeah. them, but I'm not. I'm complimenting them, people. I'm so sorry. They are, I, they I are haven't... cute and they are Japanese and they are boys. So Yes. Yes. Well, men. Yeah. Cute <laughs> Japanese boys men. and men. Some of them are, are mature and some of them are babies. Oh, yeah. Ellie had a baby. Ellie had a baby. Oh, Crazy gosh. boy. Sorry. He's a... Ellie's girlfriend had a baby. Should I was about to ask, person? who is Ellie? <laughs> Ellie is the rapper and dancer for J-Soul Brothers. It's oh. also one of the performers of Exile. And the cool thing about that story was that apparently people thought he broke up with his girlfriend. Oh. And everyone just let the public think so so that she wouldn't be in the public eye and then Smart. when she gave birth he was so happy that he, he just like wait joke long yeah. we're together and i'm a dad and they're like yeah. oh oh well and then they're like you can't get rid of her now she's my baby mama <laughs> yeah it's cute it's <laughs> tactics <sweet>. tactics <laughs> yeah but in other sad news and which you know right Chahakyun, yeah he yeah. has is officially withdrawing from VIXX. Wait, no, he's not. It said that he's yeah. still going to be part of VIX, but no, he re- withdrew from Jelly. He, he's, yeah, he's signing with another agency. Mm. He'll be part of VIXX, but, you know, not like, kind of like Ravi is. It's it's more of a handshake between agencies. Yeah. Yeah. But he's not signed to Jelly because it's it's still technically Jellyfish's group, right? He's so. officially withdrawing from uh, Jellyfish, but mm-hmm. it's likely he'll still. If Vix does have a reunion, uh, it's likely they will still. Uh, he will still be part of it. I'm sure. I mean, it ain't over till it's over. He's their leader. Yes. Although Leo will probably take over from here. Ha! Huh, that'll be funny. <laughs> or Ken, Ken, Ken. Ken. Oh, oh. Me, oh, I'm try. Afraid. He, Ken Ken, who is my favorite Ken. member of Vix, Ken Juma, Ken Duli, Baby Ken, uh, Ken 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 is a YouTuber now, and he is by hook. He's featuring all of the members together, and he is kicking up a fuss. He demands to see all of his friends now. So he actually posted like we were shocked. He posted old photos of him and Jin. He was like, "Where are my friends?" Him and Sandol, him and Jin, and I don't know. I think like Jin saw that and it was just like, because, cause, okay, because Jin is an introvert and he literally just does. I think, and this is is this confirmed? He prefers to just be at home by himself to play video games. But it looks like Ken is an extrovert, and so it's more like Ken be like, show yourself to me. And Jin's like, I'm 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 on this level of Maple Story. Leave me alone. 
I want the yeah. game. The extrovert prevailed, though. Didn't I they? hope so. I hope so. One. We don't know. We don't know if they've met up no, or not. No, he posted a photo. Or was yeah, it an old photo? That was... Wait. What, really? No. I thought so. I, I, in fact, I was wondering why you didn't mention it. because No, I didn't. I might not have seen it. Wait, wait, wait. I'm looking for... Wait. Wait. <laughs> wait no. Maybe it was an old photo. Wait. I don't... You can never be sure. Well, because... No, no, I think it's an really old photo because, because Ken's hair isn't silver. Wait. wait. I don't know anymore. We don't know. It could, it could be an old photo, but not that old is what I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, I'm so confused. Oh, no, no. Okay, it was, it was taken at last year. Last year? Yeah, okay. last year. So now he's just... At, I know. At Gaio. Making last year at Gaio. Yeah, no, it's like, um, yeah, he's making, he's making pansin because he has like the, the emoji for like, is that crying or laughing? I don't know. <laughs> but he tagged. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I know he's tagging all of his friends. He's posting photos <laughs> of all of his friends and he's tagging all of them because he's going off to the military. So he's just like, show yourself to me before I enlist. Yeah. Show yourself to me. So cute. I 99.9999% think that uh, showing self happened. It's just that it was kept on the DL. Because wouldn't you, if your friend was going to go off to the military and cause havoc, wouldn't you? Yeah. You know, show cause yourself. Cause havoc. Is, yeah. You know, yes, you would when, cause ha- civilian when havoc. N, when N went to the military, you could already see the chaos that would ensue. He makes so many friends so quickly. He did. Like people's stories of him when they act or when they were even Vicks. They're just like, yeah, I was just, it was so many people. I didn't know anyone. This guy came over and said, hi, I'm Chahakyo. Yeah, that's, that's end. So when this you is... see him going off the military, you're just like, oh, that poor boy. I mean, that poor troop. Whoever had to control that troop. I pity. <laughs> so so much chaos happens that we will never find out. Uh, anyway. and now, Ken, and now we're inflicting Ken on them. Now we're inflicting Ken on them. Uh, there there is a delay um, from on the BTS front. There's a delay, so uh, Yungi has had surgery to make sure that he doesn't suffer in military. So oh, he's had yeah. like surgery on his shoulder, and Jin can probably enlist together end of next year. Or beginning of 2022, if I'm not mistaken, like that was the the plan. Which I think makes sense. I was like, there's silence because I was like, <laughs> yeah, it, it won't be chaotic, uh, because according to a recently released interview about like somebody who works with BTS and was, who, who uh, interviews them, uh, she asked what what are they like. So she was asked what are they like, and she said oh. that he or she, I, I think it was a she. Um, said that Jin is very quiet and prefers to sit in the corner, and Yungi also very quiet and prefers to sit in the corner and talk to Jin. So it's likely they're <laughs> each other's comfort humans. So if they enlist together, it kind of makes sense. So yeah. <laughs> just send the two introverts together so they won't die. Yeah, and then hard. they end up like enlisted in the same troop as Ken, and they both oh. die because uh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Ken's in your troop. <laughs> in your troop. It's just... 
Whew. I accidentally muted myself. This is becoming, <laughs> this is chaos. The two weeks, the fact that we've been gone for two weeks has is very, very obvious. Um, but we yeah. hope you guys are in, uh, enjoyed or are enjoying listening to us ramble so far. Um, yeah, this is kind of like a catch-up episode. Just be like, hey guys, we're yeah. back. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, <laughs> Do you have any other update? Anything else you'd like to, to bring up before we kind of upload this episode of like, what were we up to? To people. I've really just been studying. And um, and over the, was it the last couple of days, I binged the endings of two series because I am so bad at this. I, I actually hate ending series. So when I'm happy with whatever point they are at sometimes i just stop and pretend that it ended that's the ending i mean that yeah. works for how i met your mother 110 percent works for how i met your mother i'm still salty about that ending <laughs> also chuck i think chuck ends at season four for me there's mm. no season five i refuse um yeah so uh, so I binged the endings of two. One was a, a Chinese office drama, which was surprisingly good. Okay, like for an economist, I enjoyed it. It's about investment banking. <laughs> Called Love I was going to be like, oh, it's an office drama. It's going to be like slice of... Nope, it's about some deep topic. <laughs> of course. Of course it is. Yeah, and then the other one, which is Day and Night. It's also a Chinese drama, but it's crime because crime is my comfort food. Crime dramas are my comfort food. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> qualifying. <laughs> crime dramas. Okay, so I picked it up one time when I was very stressed because when I'm very stressed, I, I really do just watch crime uh, dramas. Crime dramas. <laughs> <laughs> and it's about... Uh, it's about twin brothers identical twin brothers where one is afraid he's a detective who's afraid of the dark so his brother who's a criminal has to stand in for him at night <laughs> so, and I, at, th- at first I thought it would be dreadfully cheesy and it is in parts like not cheesy cliche but because the relationship between the brothers which is who is you know played by the same person is so good <laughs> you just kind of keep watching and they put together this little group of friends or like the relationships they build are so good that you keep watching you and even if you know it's the same guy he learned like he developed each character so well that when they walk into a scene you can actually tell which one is which you know why, why? Jungian psychology because he learned <laughs> to talk to himself <laughs> So he was like, okay, this character is my ego and this character is played by my shadow. Yeah, you know Ooh. what? Considering that one's a detective and the other's a criminal, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see? And therefore, Jungian psychology does have an impact. It does. The entire podcast just goes back. See, see, I'm trying to like form connections in this soup of, of, of an episode. Yeah, so there. I finished both. They both ended okay, but um, I, I, I should, yeah, but I am done and I'm very happy with myself. I applaud myself for actually finishing those things. If you guys <laughs> thank have, you, thank you. If you guys have uh, dramas that whose endings you don't like and you think that this episode 
was really the better ending. Please uh, comment them, send them to us, and E will watch them only to that episode and then pretend it ends there. So at least you know in one person's mind that is truly the ending of that series. <laughs> and with that, my name is F. My name is E. And, and we're back! Woohoo! Bye, guys! Yay! Oh.